The following is a reading of side content published after Chapter 2.3 of the web serial novel Pale by J.C. McRae. It contains a brief description of some visual content that is best viewed directly at palewebserial.wordpress.com in addition to the narration of instructions for following the Forest Ribbon Trail. If you'd like to donate to the author, please visit patreon.com slash wildbow. 2.3 Spoilers Spell Notes Number 2 There's a page of rune instructions. Runes include light and dark, degrees of emphasis on the runes, emphasis on quality, including high-end and low-end runes, detailed diagrams of imperative marks, a.k.a. do this win. Lastly, there's referential marks for clarifying purpose of parts of the diagram. Next on the spell notes is a detailed description of the Forest Ribbon Trail. The Forest Ribbon Trail is a common first finding for those practitioners who traverse the paths, the far-flung realms that exist at the edge of all. If the abyss is where the physical goes to be ground down into grim scraps, the ruins where immaterial ghosts and incarnate things are reduced back down to spirit stuff, the warrens where the foulest mud of humanity settles into puddles, and the courts where dreams go to die, then the paths exist as the shores of all these realms, where oblivion, not water, lap at the banks. Dear Avery, you told us you wished to travel to strange realms and places, and there are few as alien as the paths. The paths were once thought to be the dream realm, and some even hold to this delusion, but this is false. The paths are where things lost to the ruins, court, abyss, warren, and spirit world go, drifting on the seas of oblivion. Practitioners who travel these paths do so by trial and error, learning the rules and mechanisms of a place and its denizens, a fact made doubly difficult by the reality that each person may perceive the paths in different ways. Most will stick to the places where things are most consistent, linear and connected, and the forest ribbon trail is often described as a beginner path for new practitioners. Simply traveling this road will make it easier to go to new places and to find what is lost, but it is not easy, and you must be prepared and wary. Preparations Capture a wild prey animal that has not shed or tasted blood taking it unharmed and without drugs, and bring it indoors. Bind it in an unbroken length of ribbon, in a gentle manner that does not agitate the beast. Affix it by no less than twelve points to nearby furniture or fixtures in the room, so it may be near you when you walk the path. Secure all four limbs so it may walk the path's edges. Cover its eyes so it may clearly see the path and the things of the path. Suspend it in the air, if you can, so it touches nothing but ribbon, so that it is wholly of the path, 
with no connection to the world it was born to. The beast shall join you on the path as a boon guide and companion. The mouse would help you hide from the thing on the path's edges, should you deem that necessary, but will lose you something trivial. The rabbit would foil the wolf twice, but foil you once. The squirrel can help you find things, but will bolt if you bleed, returning only at the final steps of the journey. Trust the deer, should you choose it, to guide you away from certain danger, if not necessarily the way you should go. The true use of this boon companion, however, is to meet a certain end in your place. Should you become lost, declare that the beast should assume your place. Should you reach the end of the path, then it shall be your final resort against the wolf. The Ritual Draw an empty circle beneath the beast, around the perimeter, in unbroken cursive, write, across bloodless stone and boneless thorn, twixt unspeaking tree and ribbons unseeing. Hand in paw, we walk the forest ribbon trail. Attempt to write it so the words are even in size and the ending meets the beginning. There should be no break between words nor sentences. The words above are not important for the ritual itself, and there may indeed be better ones, but they should help serve as a lens through which to clarify the path. You may add your own words if there is a type of place you're most comfortable, or a place you're uneasy traveling through. By default, the motif will feature trees with a ribbon tied to every branch. Ask me if you'd like suggestions for wording. To actually carry out the ritual... Kneel within the circle and wrap yourself in ribbon. Feet first, then neck, then eyes, then hands. Cinch the ribbon tight with your teeth and without letting go of it, ask the wolf to bring you to the forest ribbon trail so that it might eat you. Be careful to use might. Again, wording matters. If there is a wolf you are not comfortable facing, or a particular wolf you would rather face, you could change the phrasing, he, the old bitch, the beast, etc. Walking the Path The forest ribbon trail has three lengths. The path may be bent or straight, but either way, the ground will not be visible. Unless stated otherwise, you must not step off the path. You must not look down. You must not step back. If you do, you will be lost. On or near enough to the path to be seen, you will find five items that serve as landmarks. These items are the cat skull, the timekeeping device, the axe, the coin, and the woven object. These may seem familiar. They appear in varying order. The form may change, and you must either pick up an item or follow the rule tied to it. In no particular order. You cannot walk past the cat skull or you will find yourself stuck on the path, and an other by the wayside will find its way back instead of or through you. Instead, either pick it up and hold it in front of you, or turn around and go back the way you came. This is the only time you can and should turn back. The axe brings about harm, a hazard. Other or trap will be free to bring about death or injury. Avoid the danger or take the axe.
The woven object will ensnare the traveler. Unless taken, the traveler will find themselves back at the woven object time and again. They must, without using practice or trickery, walk to the next object blind. Trust your boon companion, trust your walking stick, and be on good terms with the locals. The timepiece mandates that one wait. After a time, they will be told by signal or word that they are free to progress. Should they rush forward, they or someone vulnerable in their custody will be lost for a duration and return incomplete. Both the weight and the penalty can be bypassed by taking the device. Finally, the coin must be exchanged. If the intent is to keep it, it should be given to the wolf. If not, it should be given to an other by the wayside. It is a hard object to find and easy to miss. Failing to acquire and trade the coin means that the traveler will lose something random when they return to reality, if they return to reality. The first league of the path will be dark, with two objects. The second league of the path is occupied by others who dwell by the wayside, with two more objects in reach of the path. Beware the others. If the boon companion was agitated or scared when bound, the others will be more dangerous. They cannot step onto the path or directly interfere if the practitioner minds the axe, but they will be tricky. The final leg is often ominous, though the nature of this depends on the shape the path takes for the traveler. The wolf will wait in the middle of the path with the final object, which modifies the encounter as appropriate to its rule. The standard conclusion to the path is to barter with the wolf. This remains the final option, should you desire one of the five items. Dealing with the wolf. The form of the wolf can vary, like anything on the paths, but the rules remain fairly steady. Keep the item nearest the wolf in mind, and be aware it may attempt to harm you with the axe. Chase if it has the skull. Barter if it has the coin. Blind if it has the woven object. Or keep you in its company for a time if it has the timepiece. Taking the final item circumvents this. The practitioner should exchange an item with the wolf if it is their first visit to the Forest Ribbon Trail, and quietly discard it if not. Engage in negotiations with the wolf about passage or the nuances of the gift you seek in exchange for the item. Be aware that the longer negotiations continue, the more intractable and unfair the wolf is inclined to be. At the close of negotiations, the practitioner must be insistent and unmoving in stating they do not want to remember the events between the end of the negotiations and their return home. The wolf should agree, but will state the practitioner cannot return home, except if you do not want to utilize the detour. Once the deal is sealed and the gift received, the prey animal should be instructed to suffer the fate of remaining at the paths thereafter, in the traveler's stead. The wolf will act, the traveler will not remember what occurs next, and the traveler will arrive back where they began, unless it is not their first trip through, in which case they will arrive at any destination. Gifts of the Forest Ribbon Trail Trade the cat skull to the wolf to free two lost from the wayside of the Forest Ribbon Trail. The negotiation should dictate targets to attack or rules for the lost to follow.
binding them to the seal of Solomon is good practice. Trade the coin to get back one thing that is lost to you, be it physical or abstract. If it is physical but possible to acquire in the span of a waking day, the gift will instead be a simple coin of no special value. Trade the woven object to have the ability to freely return to the forest ribbon trail. Boon companions will be dead but still useful. The traveler will be halfway down the path at the start, and less landmarks will rest on the path. The damage the wolf inflicts will be minor. A good choice for one who wishes to use the forest ribbon trail as a means to get to distant places with any regularity. Trade the axe for a weapon of great power that is not to the traveler's skill set or nature to use. It may not be given away. Trade the timekeeping device for a trinket. The trinket will be a strong and curious item with unpredictable results. Done right, you will find yourself at the edge of losing your life with a chosen gift in hand. Done wrong, you will be lost. A detour. Should you feel brave, there is one branch near the wolf that has no ribbon tied to it. At an opportune moment, you may flee the conversation with the wolf, provided you have not picked up an item. Travel past the branch and into oblivion. The wolf will chase you, and if it gets you, will hold you fast. Should this occur, you may have the boon companion stand in for you and be devoured in your stead. Should you carry forward, you may find hints of the familiar. Others or uncomfortable thoughts may plague you, and you may find yourself treading close to other realms. Carry on and through. On the way, there are more items with rules. The branch without a ribbon is one. Cast it down if not desired. Taking it back will impart unusual skill in a craft or talent. Whisper to it to ask what you wish for, as hard as it is to whisper while fleeing. The rope will catch you. Take it and bring it with you to claim the gift of an unusual but familiar means of transportation. The final prize is to keep the boon companion. It will be somewhat lost, but forever loyal. For it is praise fate to be transient, its ending a devouring, either by predator or scavenger. You will bypass the wolf's end, but trying this detour bars one thereafter from the forest ribbon trail. You've just finished listening to Mr. 24601, reading side content published after Chapter 2.3 of Pale by J.C. McRae. Pale can be found at palewebserial.wordpress.com. If you'd like to donate to the author, please visit patreon.com slash wildbow.